Dean, I think you're a little upset right now. Oh, you think? Yeah, do you want to tell the world why? Because you're a copycat. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, talk to me. Let's talk about it. Let's hash this out. Okay, so Dean's you upset. Stole, you stole my, in, my Instagram. Dean's upset because uh, for years I've had on my Instagram description that I'm an analyst because I come here, I analyze the news every week That's in collecting. That's literally not a thing. And uh, he's upset because apparently he's an analyst at his job. Don't say analyst. That's what you told me. <laughs> you know what, dude? We're, I'm, I quit the show. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Should we lock in the artillery car? This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at Wallace Crawford and One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode. We got uh, Danny Lee, Mark Pearson, Mario Cortez, DA210, Sean Yahtzee in the chat so far. Dean, we are here on the eve of election night, election night 2020. By the end of the night, the country could have a new president. It could have the same president. But frankly, the most important thing that's happened this week relates to collectibles, and we're here to talk about it. Hell yeah. Before we do that, Dean, let's get into the world's favorite podcast segment. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. It's new this week. Yeah, new this week. What'd you get new? Uh, I got the Black Series Beskar Mando. Uh, immediately took it out of the box and took the cape off because it's garbage. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I made one out of an old t-shirt. And... Uh, yeah, just uh, a lot of kind of fitting, futzing, folding, gluing, and then going back over with like a, uh, a like a black, a black, marker. yeah, like a black marker. Yeah, just like because you know how super glue gets out, it turns like white. Yeah, like it's all frosty looking. Yeah, yeah, and it's is a black uh, a black t shirt, so I just use that. Um, or did you use the one that you're wearing, or? No, <laughs> would it be hilarious if it was like a cutout on your arm right. or something? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this thing's fantastic. I mean, the Mando figure was already really good. Yeah. Um, added jetpack, the cooler armor. I mean, this thing's a fucking slam dunk, right? Um, how I, does the jetpack plug in? Does it just like can you still holster the rifle on the back or no? No um so it's it's three plugs mm -hmm. oh, one okay. of one of which actually 
Now that I'm looking at, yeah, no, you can't. Um, this one is it plugs into where the rifle plugs yep. into. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, I did go ahead and order some custom made accoutrements for my Mando. Um, but that's probably gonna take a few weeks. What'd you get? Um, I got a properly made cape, mm-hmm. uh, a drape cape, so nothing wired. And then the same person that does the cape makes a satchel to put Baby Yoda in. Oh wow, nice! So it'll be—I'll have a cloth satchel, and he'll be my travel Mando. Love it, love it. Yeah, this thing's, it, dude. Honestly, like, I was kind of a little hesitant because I was like, "Well, I already have like the regular Mandalorian mm-hmm. the carbonite one. I have it on my desk." And you did a really nice custom cape on that one for me. Um, so I was like, I don't know, I already have Mando, like, could it really be, like, that much better? Uh, I don't want to say it's better, but it's fucking great. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't mind having both of them. Um, and it's, you know, 20 bucks, like, you know. Can't no, be that. No brainer, so, yeah, that's all I got this week. Just waiting on those things, uh, from eBay, so. Yeah. Uh, I picked up from our good friend Gear Bear the Sideshow Batman. I've been after it for a while didn't did not want to pay the retail price uh and uh i'm pretty impressed by it i got it here on the desk on our new this week stand which is a patreon exclusive for november uh for the top tier and uh it's a pretty solid figure i want to hear your thoughts um not the greatest articulation on this figure uh, but aesthetically, I think it looks really good. I think the face paint is excellent. I know Sideshow sometimes struggles with that face paint. Uh, I think the accessories, I mean, there's only two batterings, some hands. I think they're a little light. I think the base is not my favorite. But um, just in terms of the figure itself, the drape of the cape is gorgeous. The suit is really well tailored. It it looks really good. The body, uh, though it does have a little bit of... Uh, like I mentioned, not the best articulation. The sculpting on the body is fantastic. And, yeah. um, you know, it's it's an impressive figure. I know Jason Nelson has been talking very highly about it. I know uh, Dylan as well. And uh, I'm glad to have it in the collection. Um, and I was able to find the exclusive portrait on OSRBST this morning. Nice. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, because I know I remember when this figure was getting released, you were even like, oh, I kind of want to get it. Dude, for real. I remember yeah. that very, very specifically because I was like, that seems like an odd choice, but whatever, you know. Yeah. Not my collection or money, so. Yeah, and um, there's one tiny little thing about it that I'm just, like, astounded with. There's, It feels like die cast. It's cold to the touch, but on the boots here, on the, the front and the back, you see the little gold bits there? Yeah. I think they're die cast, and when you put the figure down, it's this real nice, satisfying click. Nice. Like when you put it down, it's and it's a very, it's very pleasing to Dude, do. Just right, kind of bite it on the edge, like, like right here. Look at this right here, ASMR baby. Oh yeah, right there. That's crispy. Very crisp. I think the leather or the leather. It's not really leather, but the belt sculpt is really good. I think the color offsets everything really nicely. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, this I, I'm I couldn't be happier. I did also get another purchase, and Dean, you kind of took me to task over it. Now, on our Patreon uh, feed, we do have uh, a video on um, how to maximize 
the rewards points that Sideshow gives you every year. And uh, that's on the Patreon feed now. And uh, I was able to get a uh, Hot Toys Newt Scamander for $17. So that's a $251 figure plus tax and shipping. You're looking like a $300 figure for $16 out the door. And um, let's let's talk about it. Because I thought that'd be a fun discussion to have on air. So tell me tell me your reasons why I was getting roasted so bad. Uh, you've never seen the movie, which is incorrect. I've seen half the movie, <laughs> which is arguably worse. Um, I you, you I didn't like the movie enough to go back and finish it. No, Dean, or, I'm just not seeing. It. Look, let me tell you this, Dean. When you have kids, right? We started watching this movie when Vivi was first born, and it's just been three years that I've had the time to finish it. That's how the life of a parent, my guy. That's not a thing. And I have watched the first one. By this point, I've watched the first one. I've watched the second one, and I've watched two and a half of the Harry Potter movies. Okay, you're proving my point right now. You had the time today to watch all these Harry Potter <laughs> but never... You weren't even motivated to watch the the rest of the movie. Yeah, but I've done it now, and I love the character. Uh, I love the book that it's based on. I love the Niffler, right, and the little green guy, the bow truckle. And I was watching, uh, I was watching Harry Potter two. Oh, what the fuck is that? It's a little creature. It's, it's a, the movie's called Fantastic Beasts, and this this uh, Newt has many Fantastic Beasts. A Newt sounds like an animal. It sounds like a beast. It is. It's like a salamander. A at any rate, salamander. at any rate, I was watching Harry Potter two, and there was a phoenix in the movie, and I was like, "Damn, that phoenix was dope." And so I went on Amazon, and they make a replica of that phoenix. It's basically six scales. Like, let me get that too. Dean, I am super excited. I've already, you can see, I've cleared off a whole shelf uh, here for Newt. I'm very excited. Dean's Dean's being a hater, but when you can get that much of a discount, it had $20 off and free shipping. So basically all I paid was tax uh, after all the discounts. I think that is a fantastic purchase. Oh, it is a fantastic purchase, but get something you get something else. But I like the character. I love it. Uh, uh, our Twitch user says, when are you guys going to watch Steinsgate? I have uh, watching it. It's not streaming anywhere. We will watch it, but this this stream that we do is like our toy show. So if we did watch it and talk about it, it would be on After Dark, which is our uh, dick around show. Dean, uh, enough about that. Let's get into the news, starting with the Hot Toys quarter scale Mandalorian Deluxe and yeah. quarter scale uh, Mandalorian. The quarter scale comes in at 545 for the regular. 655 for the deluxe and that is coming out q4 2021 the difference between the deluxe and the standard is this fancy base i will say this i hate this deluxe base it just it looks like if you just threw a bunch of shit from the show and they just jumbled on a base randomly I think that's what you'd end up with. I think the sculpting on these things are cool, but I just do not like the, the way only that it looks. quarter scale base that was any good was the one that came with Boba Fett. Because there's like a diorama. The one that mm. came with the quarter scale Vader is stupid. It's weird because it's like it's like a base and then a narrow thing and then a pedestal. It's fucking dumb. The Iron Man Mark III base, not a big fan of that one either with the, with the arm of this the longer. Is, it's kind of cool, but it's not $100 cool. Um, I made the point that 
it comes with an e-web cannon, which you could pose them with, but that doesn't happen with this thigh armor. That we've seen yet. That we've seen. Okay, that's fair. That we've seen yet. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, that's a season one prop for a season two Mando. You could futz it in, I guess, but I mean, if you were a stickler for those things, I kind of am. I mean, I have my moments, but like, it's like, well, like, it's nice you included it, but it's also kind of pointless. Yeah. Initially, uh, how far out? Uh, this is Q4 2021. Yeah. So, I so mean, end of next year, but about a year and, and change. Season, um, or season three will be starting. Correct. Now, I will say this. Initially, I thought that the head looked a little bit too small on Mando. Uh, there was some photos um, of this on display, and I think it looked a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I will say it seems like the cape on this one maybe is a bit shorter than what I recall the uh, six-scale Hot Toys being. It is quite a bit shorter. So um, I don't know if that is um, a change that's going to happen this season, a change next season, or if this is just a prototype and that's not the the final length of the cape. But I do know that uh, scene to scene, that cape length does change, and it usually depends on what stunts are being done in the scene. So I'm not really going too hard on that fact just yet. But uh, I, I think it looks good. I just, I mean, at, at 655, it seems to be quite expensive. I wouldn't get the um, Yeah, I I think that this entire figure, at least for me, is an easy pass. Uh, Hot Toys is also releasing the child on its own. You can get it for 175 again, releasing Q4 2021. Uh, I think this looks pretty good. I think the seams look very manageable here on the uh, one-to-one scale. I think they're quite large. Uh, but I think this looks pretty good. comes with an assortment of hands, uh, two different head sculpts, uh, comes with the pram. The pram does have an ability to display it closed. Uh, though I'm not sure why you'd do that if you're spending this much money on this figure. Uh, but I, I think that this looks this looks pretty decent. What do you think? I don't like the facial expressions. Um, like I think the, the one on the bottom kind of, looks fine. Yeah, that one's okay, but the mouth kind of just like like a slack jaw. But I don't know. I don't get it. It's like, why don't you just. Both of the sculpts are open mouth. Why didn't. I don't know. It's just like a closed mouth, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Um, I will say this, Dean, on my second rewatch of the episode from last Friday, um, I really felt like. I don't know what's the best, the most tactful way to say this, but I think they they cut to the child too often for like comedic relief. Mm hmm. And I I feel like obviously when they film the first season, they're assuming like, hey, this character is going to be a hit, like it's going to be viral. Obviously, I think it blew up way more than anyone could have ever expected. I mean, Baby Yoda is literally everywhere. You go to Walmart, there's Baby Yoda shit all over the store. That's fair. I think that they're overplaying it a bit, at least just purely based on that first episode. I can um, only think of one instances where they used it as a comedic effect. Maybe not a comedic effect, but I feel like they cut to him to like change the mood of what was happening too often. I don't know. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But I could if be totally you wrong. don't, then people are gonna be like, "Well, where's Baby Yoda? What happened to him? Where is it? Why is he not on the scene?" Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, he is so small that you, any cut of him exactly. really has to be a cut to him. And not I guess only that, makes that sense. but if if you don't cut to him enough, people are gonna be worried about him, like. 
What, did someone get him? Like, why isn't he here? What, like, I mean, he should just have his own show at this point. I mean, the, the, the show should be called The B- Baby Yoda Story. Yeah. I will say real quick on this fabric, I am not a fan of whatever is going on here on the neck, on the collar. Yeah. Um, it looks like the Michael Myers hair that Manny uses. Yeah, I'm not not too keen on that. But again, you can get this for 175 releasing Q4 good, 2021. Now, Hot Toys uh, during this event did also show their new 1-6 scale uh, Mando with the swoop bike. This is obviously from the episode uh, episode one of season two slash episode nine. Uh, I think this looks pretty decent. This is obviously the season two because you can see has that uh, thigh armor there uh, on the thigh. And I mean, I think the bike looks good. I think uh, the child has always looked good in six scale that Hot Toys has shown us. Uh, the armor looks fantastic. Um, and and we said you know quite a few times on the show. I think it's probably worth waiting till the end of season two. To see if you like this getup and these accessories that are going to be offered for the 3.0 Mando, or if you want to wait for out. the, what's that? That's even though this comes out. Mm, I mean, that's true. They have shown things that never get released, but they also did make us. Well, I guess they've done it before. They made a post about a figure that never released it. Uh, yeah. Shazam. So that's true. I guess it is. It is in. Uh, I mean, I it don't is in, doubt that the Mandalorian is coming out. Obviously, right? Yeah, but. They don't really do vehicles. Now, this would be kind of a first. I mean, they're doing the... the well, this could be a DX. So they did the speeder bike. They right. did the snap. Um, now and, this. And they're also doing the... Um, what do you call it? The Scott Trooper, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. We have someone in the chat that says, Dean, that we used a spoiler. You know what that means. Man, we got those cops are busy. They're spoilers and third party coolies yeah in this in this chat um i do get what you're saying i just uh, it just feels like an easy inclusion for hot toys to just throw in that uh thigh armor into the 2.0 best garmando right i mean it's already velcro literally every single part of armor on the 1.0 is velcro i assume it's going to be that way for the 2.0 yeah uh it just seems like an odd exclusion at this point but i mean it hot toys has done cash grabs before right it's not mm-hmm. like this is anything new to me mark says it's hard for me to keep up with how many mando figures there are i got the best car and baby six scale on po going to wait till season two is over to decide on which mandos to get scott says same here and eddie says i'm not sure which mando to get just waiting till season two ends to decide and danny agrees great activity in the chat sideshow did show off their premium format moff gideon i We'll be completely honest, Dean. Nothing about this, with the exception of the base, looks good. Um, I think the dark the dark saber looks awful. I think the portrait is terrible. The cape is just I mean, whoever did this pose or not this pose, but this futzing of the cape, just fire them. Um, I've experienced this with Vader. But with Vader being um, a character that's clad in all black, um, a lot of what makes Vader look good is the differences between the mask, the dome, the shin armor, the chest armor, and the different textures and also the different finishes that each of those pieces of armor presents. For example, on the Anuha Vader, uh, it's a very matte 
armor and the shins are super high gloss and it just breaks that black up just a little bit to have that high gloss on the shins. This right here looks like they, they painted everything and then they just sprayed it with like a matte or a satin. Maybe this chest armor will be a little glossier in the final product, but I think when you're dealing with black boots on top of black fabric with black armor and black leather with a black handled weapon, you have to use the matte satin and gloss finishes that are available to you to make that separation between the different uh, parts of this statue. Um, other than that, I think the base is really good. I know I'm not that positive on this figure, but uh, I just think that this just looks like they, they had a finished product and maybe they had all those different textures in. And then, and I've done this before, Dean, you finish a model and you have all these beautiful gloss and everything. And then you hit it with a matte coat and just everything gets super matte and it's just the worst. What do you think about it? Um, this thing looks like shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just from the waist down, it almost, you know what it looks like? Maybe in like early episodes of Clone Wars where somebody has like a long shirt and instead of um, modeling the ends of the shirt separately, it's still attached to the legs. So when their leg bends, the the shirt doesn't fold naturally. The, yeah, the and we model just shifts. That's what it looks like right here. This is a little skirt area. Uh-huh. There's no folds. There's no like. It, it's just like got shorter instead of you know moving naturally in the skull yeah it looks awful the uh-huh. pants are like until you get to the knees almost no detail it's like what is this i don't get it like it's mm-hmm. so bad and like you said like the futzing is terrible yeah um and that's a big complaint with the statue guys like they uh, watching Jam Mint and some other statue collectors, they want everything to be like all polystone and they don't like these fabric capes. You know, they they prefer like a polystone cape. And I, I think say, in this case, um, I think this figure could definitely benefit from it. Um, Especially because you'd get that nice contrast with the red on the inner lining. So my sister got two statues delivered recently. Okay. One of which has a polystone cape and the other has a cloth cape. Mm -hmm. I was in the camp of, Oh, the cloth cape would be so much better. You could move around and pose it. And yeah, no, the polystone (laughs) cape keeps obviously its shape, right? Yeah. It's designed to look a certain way when the statue is put together. Uh, when you have a cloth cave, all the wiggle room is up to you. And if you don't have the eye for it, and even if you do, the wires that are in these capes are so unruly. Yeah. That it's not enjoyable to pose mm-hmm. and get just right. Um, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I'm not ever going to own it, so I don't have to worry about it, but I'm telling you, anybody that's thinking about it, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. I um, 
I agree with you 100%. Now, obviously, we've only seen this one photo. You know, I, I assume this is going to be tweaked uh, in the future. But uh, yeah, for sure. someone as, as uh, iconic as Moff Gideon, I, I really hope that they do this character justice. I mean, Evie's only been in two episodes, stole the whole season, basically, mm. in two scenes. And he's pretty fucking good. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what uh, what the final product looks like with this. Up next, we have the uh, Iron Man Midas. This is a uh, 20th, uh, I think it's a 20-year exclusive from Hot Toys. Uh, and I think this looks really fantastic. You can get this on Science Show at 405, releasing Q1 2020. Uh, I think that this looks fantastic, super tempting, but um, the, the window for this to be released is super tight. If this was coming out uh, Q2, Q3, 2021, I'd be all over it, but... Uh, coming out Q1, the turnaround is like, I mean, you're basically paying like $120 a month yeah. uh, until this gets released. And that's uh, a little tight there on the budget. The best part about this figure is you owe me an apology. I don't think I do. Yeah. Now, let's let's recant. Let's let's rewind a bit. Now, uh, about three episodes ago, um, there was a rumor that we shared in the show sheet chat, which is where we produce the show. And the rumor was a basically a straight repaint of the Mark seven, including all the accessories, the head sculpt, everything about it. And um, right before the show. Now, the way the show works is um, I have um, I would say I produce uh, most of the show. Right, Dean, like if there's something that needs to get cut out, I'll cut it out usually on my own. You're a busy guy. Uh, you now uh, supposedly you too busy for me on Tuesdays, at least I called you and you screamed at me today. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, um, we had talked to a few other content creators when we saw that rumor and every single one of them told me the source that gave us that rumor is not that trustworthy and that they themselves would not run with that as a rumored release. With that being said, myself and a few other content creators cut it from our show sheets and left it at that. Three weeks later, they show it off. The rumor was true. But I think that we have a duty, Dean, to vet our rumors. And if we don't feel comfortable that they are um, accurate, that we should not analyze them. I'm just saying, had we reported on it when I said we should... We would have been ahead of the game, and now we're playing catch up like everybody else. Everybody would have been like, "Damn, Collecting Weekly was ahead." I mean, I I'd guess that's the risk back, you take. I'd rather come back three weeks later and be like, "Hey guys, this turned out to be fake. What an asshole for sharing a fake story!" And then we all laugh at that guy. Look, man, if you would have answered the phone last Tuesday for the Tuesday before that, maybe things would have been different. Don't put. But as it is. I'm washing the dishes. I'm drying the dishes. I I'm putting the dishes the away. I just want to let the let the people know that Zach withheld information from me. That's true. It, <laughs> I mean, if you want to ba- if you want to uh, boil it down to that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I made an educated guess because Dean, we get rumors all the time, right? That's we get rumors all the time. Oh. There's one rumor that's so spicy. I don't know if we can even say it, Dean. Oh, type that. I want to know what it is. Dan, the rumor is that wrist pegs from Hong Kong are of better quality than wrist pegs from the United States. Uh-oh. 
Just saying it. I don't know if that's a rumor. I think that's a fact. I think it's a fact. If you get a <laughs> Hong Kong figure that was released, a Hot Toys figure rather that was released in Hong Kong versus a Hot Toys figure that shipped to Sideshow, the wrist pegs are much higher quality. Yeah, because they want yours <clears throat> to break and they want to send you more. Exactly. Um, Dean, we could be assassinated for sharing <laughs> that news. So keep that under wraps, guys. It's between us. um but the thing about the mark 21 uh midas is that the gold that they're using is fantastic and it almost makes me more upset that we haven't seen a c-3po c-3po when these motherfuckers are out here putting out gold that looks as good as this dude are you fucking kidding me dude honestly looks fucking dope i want this fucking figure and i i i don't want it does that make sense Man, dude, my email's I blown up. Have this in my collection, and I fucking want it. Look how fucking awesome that is. My email's blown up, Dean. We shouldn't have shared that rumor. Forget we said that whole thing about the wrist pegs. Um, up next, Dean. Uh, oh. I I fucking need this, Dean. Dude. Last week you said you needed a figure like you needed the air in your lungs, Dean. I have wanted this exact figure. I've t- I've said this many times in the show. I have wanted this so bad. For so long, yeah. This is an instant pre-order. I am perfectly fine to just have one Game of Thrones figure on my shelf, and it would be this fucking figure because of how good this character is. But three zero put out about an hour ago their one six scale Jamie Lannister season seven, the Queen's Guard outfit, and this shit looks fucking incredible. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm emailing <laughs> Rick right away and being like, "Dude, pre-order me one." Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. So with Rick, is it a deposit or um? It just writes you down, and then when a figure comes in, you pay him. Damn son, that is. Uh... I'm sure if you really wanted to, you could give him a deposit, but he doesn't require one. Now he does require that you pay it when it comes down, right? He'll break your thumbs if you don't, right? Uh, yeah, and Rick doesn't fuck around. Rick's a serious dude. He was in the army. Yep. I'm low key scared of Rick. He's an intense guy. Mario says, I'm talking myself into picking up the Midas as a 3PO placeholder. Does that work? I think it does, man. I really think it does. Except the marks are the, what is it? The Mark 21 is based on the seven, and that figure is fucking huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Rick is such a sweetheart, but um, yeah, obviously, if you don't pay or pre order, he'll never take a pre order from you again. My quad. Um, so make sure you keep your promises to Rick. Rick yeah. Sollers, look him up. He's in the group. Wait, is he? He is. He is. Yeah. Soso Toys showed uh, <clears throat> three figures this weekend. Uh, we have Robin, Nightwing from Robin and Nightwing from Titans, as well as Daredevil. I believe that's season one. Daredevil, Dean. Can you quote? Can you uh, I believe verify? I, I believe. So. I don't want really to watch it. Yeah, um, I think that these look pretty good. Uh, at this time, they haven't gone up for pre-order just yet, uh, but they have uh, shown off what is included with their Detective Vigilante. You get the stick, you get the R, uh, I guess like the Robin Batarangs, uh, several sets of hands. I think the outfit looks really good. Dude, um, honestly? Two sculpts, or at least a sculpt and a little black piece that comes off. This shit looks fucking dope, though. It looks pretty fucking good, and I don't like this character. I don't like the show it's from, but objectively, it's a good-looking figure. 
I think it's a pretty, I think it's a slam dunk, even Dean. Um, I think, uh, I think this would definitely be something to consider, at least for my collection. I've been wanting a Robin to go with my Batman, uh, and the toys era one just looked a little bit too big. And I've heard quite a bit of complaints about the final product on that one. Mm-hmm. I think that this looks pretty decent. Oh God, at least at the point. Now we got rumors of Rick going. And rumor has it he negans your kneecaps if you don't pay on. Oh my God, he goes X Games mode if you no. don't pay the pre-orders. Oh my um, God. Now Soso Toys uh, has teased on their Facebook group that you're Billy you're Butcher, you're. Billy Butcher, is going to be announced in the next two weeks, and they've also said they have plans for Starlight and Homelander. So uh, that's going to be pretty fucking cool if they do those figures. I think those would all be must-buys. I know there's a few third-party, like, small-batch customizers that have announced Homelander this week. Um, But uh, I'm not really sure about those. The deposits seem quite high. And um, like any number of situations that are ongoing, you know, if a a company comes down on them and gives them a and I mean, you're kind of fucked with someone else with your money. So I think I'd rather let a company like Soso Toys make one and uh, potentially pick it up from a reputable dealer like Rick or some other uh, yeah. individual rather than be on the hook personally. So we'll see about that. But in two weeks, hopefully we'll have uh, news of a Billy Butcher. I could probably do without the Starlight or what's her name? That's Starlight, right? Yeah. But you got to have Billy Butcher and the Homelander. Dude. I could do without Billy. I just need Homelander. What? Billy's the fucking man, dude. Dude, I am so excited. I mean, I'm just excited that a third-party company is going to come in and make these, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'd be excited if anyone made them, so this is cool. Because Soso Toys makes pretty decent stuff. It's not garbage. No, it's really not. Because you, you think, like, oh, some, some third-party stuff is kind of janky. So, so it always makes pretty fucking awesome stuff. So, um, I think I just said decent. It's better than decent. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's hope this uh, stays on track. We'll definitely keep you guys updated on that. Now, Dean, maybe like two months ago, I almost um, really committed to selling a large part of my collection to get the 15-inch 3.0 slash 3A Bumblebee from the last night. Uh boy i'm so glad i didn't because this week in the dlx scale which is the same scale as the bumblebee it's like the nine inch scale Uh um three zero announced the last night bumblebee coming in at 170 releasing q3 2021 comes with a ton of different parts the swap out head the swap out arm cannon the hammer i think everything about this looks super good there's 60 points of articulation it seems like you can get it into basically any pose that you want and uh, for a B collector like myself, Dean, this is an this is like a the holy grail, right? It's gonna have plenty of die cast, lots of light up features. Um, I, I'm just super excited to pick this up. What do you think about it? This is the holy grail. Oh, it I is. was. I would think if if it was me, because that movie fucking sucks. Uh, I would. You're say not holy, wrong. You're not. I would wrong. say the holy grail would be either the the 77 camaro b or the 2007 camaro from that movie okay i think i think of course that's the holy grail but i think i think the fact that they're leading with this one uh leads me to believe that we're only going to get this one right um i mean honestly 
the Camaro's design did not change much from that movie no, they really didn't. to this one. So this is kind of that design. Uh, I think if anything, any design changes would be like mechanically uh, on the transformation. So yeah. it's like this. I mean, you could futz that in, right? If you had that uh, a Transformers yeah. One collection, I guess. Um, it looks fucking cool. I, I love Bumblebee, and uh, I wouldn't mind having one in my collection. Yeah, um, I wouldn't buy the Volkswagen one, but I'd probably get this. Yeah, I um, I'm so fucking excited. Like it's, you have no idea. Yeah, it one looks cool. so good with the yeah with the Bumblebee solo movie. Um, up next from uh, Tamashi Nations, they did show off their Frieza in Space Pod. Uh, I think I'm really excited about the way they did this. I'm not going to get this I didn't, by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, the Space Pod does have a separate torso, and, or, or sorry, hips and legs. So what you do is it seems like you pop off the figure and then you just plug it into the Space Pod. Mm. And then we don't have to worry about the legs like fitting in into the Space Pod and, and being super awkward. Uh, I think that's pretty smart by Bandai. Uh, no word on pricing just yet, uh, but this thing looks pretty decent. Uh, but I do believe this is an exclusive for them. In fact, oh. I'm going to double check right now. Um, but Dean, what do you think about a first form Frieza? Uh, super cool. I I don't see myself getting this. Um, I'm still happy with the uh, with Dragon the Stars? Dragon Stars one. It's yeah. a really good figure, dude. It really is. I don't think. This will be that much better than the Dragon Stars. If anything, it'll scale better. But even at that, it's like, is it worth the extra seventy dollars? Probably not. Yeah. Um. Also, like we mentioned before, the pod is gold for some reason. It should be orange. Not a big fan on that. To be completely um, but I will say, if you're one of those guys that wants hard to get figures dragon ball z figure arts frieza shit just sells out people fucking love frieza so i think this thing will easily double in price within the first year uh so if you want to fucking get one and sit on it I, it's probably a pretty smart idea yeah um people people love frieza people will buy it so um Going back to the boys, Scott says just started watching the boys today, and I love it. Definitely want some figures. Dude. What a guy, Scott. What a guy. <laughs> and obviously NECA is giving us gonna... yeah, NECA is giving us the Homelander and um Starlight. So we'll see how those Ooh, turn out. I'm gonna buy my first NECA pro. Oh no, I I got my first NECA product. <laughs> Tamashi Nations did show off uh, in advance of this year's big event. They are bringing special original content. Today's sneak peek comes from the figure exhibition. What do you think it is? Internet sleuths have said that this is most likely a Janemba uh, figure arts, which is interesting because it's a character that hasn't really been shown a lot of love to this point by the toy manufacturers. And then for us to get a dragon stars and now a potential Tamashii nations figure arts, it would make um, sense that it's Janemba because they just did the dragon stars one. That means Bandai is already doing R and D on that character. And to just take it from dragon stars and implement the, the Joints. engineering of figure arts is like almost a no-brainer. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, 
Cody says he also just started the uh, boys today. So what a guy. Now it is a little weird that figure arts would do this because to me, it just seems like they're sticking the cannon. Yeah. Cause this is technically a non-canon character. Right. And yeah. From a non-canon film. Even back then it was a non-canon film. Totally agree. So um, it's a little odd, but getting into release the one six scale uh, whiplash yeah. toy fair exclusive was released. Jason Nelson put up a photo of him with his old whiplash and it's like identical. It's pretty funny actually. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is getting released. It's released in Hong Kong. So we should be seeing <laughs> Jason uh, is not as ugly as oh, dude. Mickey. Rourke. I'm not saying that Jason is ugly by any stretch, but he posted a photo of him. It's, it's very funny. It's, it's funny. It looked, they, it they passes. Look ca- if Jason went outside with some fucking jump ropes, strapped to his arms <laughs> she'll be pretty fucking funny he said, where's my bird like, yeah and shit yeah i'm sure he has that stuff uh, probably, i think that she'll be pretty funny uh, dude honestly i love that character i would not mind owning one of these but i just can't justify the price on like a character i could live without you know what we talked about the other day yeah like if i never have this i'm not gonna be sad but i you know, be cool. Yeah, I agree. Also released, Dean, and I want to spend just a few moments oh, here. God. The Imagination Works one ninth scale Goku. You were a big supporter of the idea of this, and I want to hear how your thoughts have changed. What do you think? It's just not good, dude. Like, in theory, it should be a fucking grand slam. Not even a fucking home run. A fucking full house grand slam, like a larger scale, great articulation Goku figure. Hell yeah. But this figure fucking sucks. It's so bad. It is awful. Um, first and foremost, I think I mentioned this when we first talked about it, but um it's so incredibly hard to match the finish of silicone rubber. To plastic and if you look at the goku here these shits just don't match um i think that's the first and that's problem only gonna get worse over time yeah i think that's the first problem i think the second problem uh and i also mentioned this when we first talked about the figure the cuts for the articulation in the lower legs not very good especially in the back it seems like they really focused on the front but the back just looks awful uh i think the head sculpt eye slash sculpt gimmick i think that that actually looks pretty good um but i think that's really the only good thing i have to say about this um i just don't think that these arms bend as well as you know no none of the seamless arms in six scale i think bend particularly well you can bend them but aesthetically they look awful and i think this suffers from that same problem um but i I think that this is a scale that they tried. I think that's the biggest problem. And I just think that they have so many awesome figures uh, in their one twelfth line that to make this and for it to not to come out that well, I think that this is dooming to the line. Uh, a lot of people have had it in hands on the, the Dragon Ball Facebook groups, and it seems to be like a 60-40 split of people that really dislike it to people that really like it. Uh, it's very divisive. I think, I think some people are really 
really happy with it, and others just can't get over how bad the rubber is. And you're right. It's just going to get worse over time. It's going to rip if it's not uh, as it dries out, it'll, it'll start to rot. And, and uh, that's going to be kind of, kind of a bummer when it does. Yeah. Um, I just don't think certain things work at certain scales. Um, Anime figures in the six scale. I don't think work. I've owned a few. They just look fucking janky. They look weird. Um, I think the figure arts line is so good. Nothing can beat it. Right? Because there's third party companies that make six scale Vegeta Goku and they use like Fison bodies. But Fison bodies look kind of realistic in a weird way when you put like anime clothes and sculpts on them it looks fucking creepy actually um like the uncanny valley so when they were like oh that's a larger scale goku and possibly a new line i was like oh okay great like that sounds you know let's see how it turns out and i think the images we were looking at were all just 3d renders or at least just like a really nice prototype uh, and I still don't technically mind the cuts in the pants in the knee area, but everything at the waist is awful. Yeah, the arms are horrendous. Um, the head sculpt is like, like this, like the actual sculpt is like too deep. Does that make sense? Like in the eyebrow and stuff. Yeah, Which I, see I guess they want to like catch the light because in figure arts, it's either just painted with lines, which looks like the show, yeah, or it's so subtle that you know you kind of just understand that it's there, yeah. Um, like the face doesn't work in a larger scale either, like it's just everything about this is like so disappointing. Uh, I'd like to get one in hands to see if maybe my opinion changes. But how much is it? A hundred bucks? I believe it's one thirty. Fuck yeah! I mean, I mean just I'm not gonna, show. I'm not gonna spend even a hundred. Let's just say it's a hundred. I don't want to spend a hundred bucks to see if I hate it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, maybe I'll find one. You know, in two years, on Mercari, six months. Who knows? Maybe. Mm. Uh, I also think it's fucking weird that they just went with base form and Super Saiyan. Was yeah, at least at this point. I mean, we're so far into it. Yeah, it's like, how come he barely even goes Super Saiyan anymore? Just give us the blue one. Mm-hmm. Um, Real quick, uh, Mark Pearson says, I don't know how to feel about it. The longevity is a major question. Cody says, rubber suits are hard to nail. I feel like Three Zero Crisis figure was a good example of one. Bug, I think... But I think it would be better off going latex with an anime spin, lots of details and angles. Uh, Sean says, from what I've been told by my wife, it's pretty well received in Japan, but he'll have it in hand next week to uh, give his thoughts on it. Nice. And uh, Mark says, six scale statues work for anime, but figure wise, they always look like blown up toys. Yeah. I And I just really dislike the texture on it. Yeah, I, statues, statues work because statues are sculpted like in one, you know, thing. Yeah, but when like Goku's a very dynamic character, so when you need a figure to do all that shit, it just 
Yeah, it doesn't work out most of the it, time. Honestly, if they were just like, hey, you know what? Here's the figure arts Goku in a, a larger scale, I'd be all over it. Yeah, I wouldn't I even hesitate. I'd be like, all right, cool. That I mean, the figures just work, right? The articulation yeah. just works. You can get Goku in like any pose you need. I know on the 2.0 off, bodies, yeah. Yeah, on the 2.0 bodies. Uh, the 1.0 bodies are so, are so yeah, they're bad. pretty bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Oh, it's time for our sponsor tag from What the Scrapyard, Annie. And a new sponsor tag, One Six Corner. We want to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find him on Instagram, eBay, and Facebook under Water Scrapyard. He makes 3D printed parts for hard-to-come-by Canner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of hundreds of different characters from the Star Wars and other universes. If you don't see a character you like on their Instagram, just send them a message and you'll get a design ship or printed and shipped right to your door for a reasonable fee. And we want to thank One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, as we've seen in last week's episode even, uh, and fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. Great job, Dean. Nailed it. Dean, our movie for this week was Sonic the Hedgehog. And let me give you a brief synopsis. The world needed a hero. It got a hedgehog powered with incredible speed. Sonic embraces his new home on Earth until he accidentally knocks out the power grid, sparking the attention of uncool evil genius Dr. Robotnik. Now it's supervillain versus supersonic in an all-out race across the globe to stop Robotnik from using Sonic's unique power to achieve world domination. (sighs) Dean, I will say... um, that that description isn't really representative of um, I think the movie that we got, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of racing. (laughs) No. In fact, most of the traveling is done by truck. (laughs) Right. With, with that very, very small caveat out of the way, this movie was fucking fantastic. Holy shit. It's so good. First and foremost, uh, Dean, the main actor is James. Uh, what's his surname? I think Marsden. I cut it off. Marsden. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Jim Carrey. I haven't seen a lot of movies with him in a while. I, I could maybe I've missed them. Uh, but my God, he nails the eccentric supervillain. Um, holy shit. Yeah. He nails it. As I mean, I'm a pretty big Sonic fan. Not really anything like Eggman, right? Yeah, Eggman's a kind of a different, difficult character to like pin down as like a type, right? Yeah, but the way Jim Carrey, like Jim Carrey's Eggman, is so cool and amazing, so good. Like the second he's on screen, he steals the show. Yeah, which it, when you're competing with a CGI hedgehog that's super cute and fucking funny, and like is the main character, and you're taking all the attention away from that, yeah, yeah, they didn't pay him enough. Whatever it was, like 
And I will say this, Dean, we can't talk about this movie without talking about the scandal that was the initial trailer oh, with God. the Gangster's Paradise, pictures? the VFX. Oh, Dean, I have pictures. Oh, thank um, God. And uh, I have to say, this movie could not have been anywhere near as fantastic as it was if this was what we got. Yeah, right. 100%. I Dude, mean, there's, honestly, there's no way. It's horrifying. Honestly... It would have been fucking hilarious. Now, but... I will say this, Dean. Um, <laughs> I think it's important to support things like this, right? Because these guys did listen to the fans. Uh, I think a lot of the graphic designers that or the digital artists lost their jobs because of mm. you know this, this scandal. Um, but they listened to the fans. They put out a quality product. I mean, I've owned this movie for about like the day it came out on 4K. I got it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Uh, and I wanted to support the film in that way. Um, but this movie was amazing. I mean, there was times where I, I actually laughed out loud. I think Donut Lord uh, was really good. I think his partner, um, not the not, not pretzel lady, but the, his actual police partner was freaking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, um, uh, Adam Talley. He's, he's one of the stormtroopers that baby, baby Yoda bites. Oh, okay. And then I just, I nothing about this movie was bad. I felt like I I really wish this movie was maybe ten minutes longer. It's only it's a short runtime. It's like an hour thirty five, I think. Yeah. Um, I I really loved every second of this movie, and I can't wait to show it to my kid. This movie, uh, was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I give it my highest recommendation. I mean, it's 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 a kids movie, right? Like you're not gonna get like that epic fucking Steven Spielberg plot, right? It's a very right. simple movie. I think. I think the whole quest to get the rings was kind of um, it, it just seemed like a very anticlimactic, like they go up the elevator and the rings are there. Like that was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, I think, I think had maybe Eggman stolen them or oh, yeah. that's, okay. So he's Eggman, right? That's like the thing. Yeah. But his name is Dr. Robotnik. So incorporating why they call him Eggman or why Sonic calls him Eggman was so smart and like clever. I was like, that's fucking cool. Wait, say that one more time about why they called him Eggman. Yeah. His drones, they look like eggs. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. And he makes a comment like, Oh, look, look what came out of my egg sack. Yes. Uh, Yes. yes. One of the army guys. And then later on in the movie, Sonic sees these drones and he's like, okay, Eggman. I was like, that's Uh, awesome. Cause honestly, there's really no point in calling him Eggman. It's just that was yeah. his name in the game. Um, Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Maybe I missed this. Was there an in credit scene that I missed? Yeah. Oh, let me go watch oh, it right if now. If you didn't see Tails, you definitely missed it. Oh yeah, I have a spoiler alert. Um, I definitely missed that. Let me just continue this bit. I'm gonna watch the in credit scene right now. Okay. Yeah, it's maybe like 15 seconds. No. Oh, okay. Um. The, yeah, there's just as a Sonic fan, there's so much good shit in here. Uh-huh. They, they heavily embrace the Sonic meme, the gotta go fast, and like the the crazy old guy that knows Sonic exists, like draws him all fucking janky. Yeah, that's like a whole. That's like a one of the oldest Sonic memes on the internet. Yeah. Um. Just like the music, the sounds. Like. Why did they? Um, so the initial trailer had the Gangster's Paradise song. I, I and I remember it being like really out of left field. They didn't play that song at all in this movie. Yeah, and thank God. I'm um, so glad. Honestly, um, the uh, 
I'm blanking on his name. The voice actor, uh, uh, John Raphael. Marston. No, the James voice Marston. Actor. The voice actor for Sonic, not the actor. In the oh, movie. okay, okay. I don't know. John, John Raphael. Yeah. Just absolutely brought a certain charm to the character uh, that I loved. Um, also, Sonic's motivations make sense, right? Because in the movie, he's kind of he kind of has to live alone, and you could tell that like he just wants some companionship. Um, and when he finally is able to talk to someone, he's like real awkward. Yeah, because he doesn't really know. <laughs> right. So everything about this movie is so good. It's so easy to watch. That end credit scene was fantastic, by the way. You don't have to think too hard. Um, uh, James Marsden's uh, character is such a good, genuine person. And his wife in the movie. Yeah, and like, their niece, too. That one scene where they give Sonic the sneakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. like amazing. I, I don't know, like... It's just nice to see, like, uh, um, a a family um, so well. Like nobody's well, except maybe the sister. But that's for comedic effect. Oh, I fucking hate that sister. They're not like bad people. They don't. They they genuinely <clears throat> care for not only each other, and especially in a movie where like her husband's hiding as an alien creature. Like yeah. They work together, right? Like, yeah, like she doesn't like hold it against him and hate him. Like, but I think like, part of it could be that she's a veterinarian. That's also true. Um, it's just nice to see. Um, yeah, I I love everything about this movie. I cannot wait for more. Uh, yeah, they already said they're working on the second one. Wow. Um, so yeah, dude, they pretty much. So this movie came out right when COVID hit. So they pulled it from theaters after like a week or something and mm-hmm. put it on, on stream. Uh-huh. And I think like, bef- I don't even remember. Basically before it even finished, like what would have been its initial run, they were like, yeah, we're already going to make a second one. Wow. Uh, it's uh, every I love everything about this movie. It's so good. If you have not seen it yet, it's really good. Watch it. It's so fun. If you're a Sonic fan and haven't seen it yet, how dare you <laughs> go watch it? Yeah, um, it, uh, I love it. The one thing, because uh, I know you're a bigger Sonic fan than I am, Dean. Um, the one thing that I didn't really understand in the opening of the film that creature is taking care of him, like when he's a kid, is that in the games or is that made no, for the? That's just a. Okay, I've mean, I played a, quite a few of the games, but I've never seen that person. Yeah, that's not a thing. Well, I mean, I mean, this whole movie is like not, yeah, like a canon explanation of. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not like running after rings and this and that. But I thought it was cool the way they explained the rings. Like, I mean, I, I've, I gotta say, props to you. This is a good fucking movie. Yeah. Um, definitely, uh, I'll have to sit on my movie choice this week. I have to think about it. But yeah, this this was this was fantastic. I'm I'm super glad to have watched it. Uh, no, Eddie Sonic does not eat Sonic in this movie. So no, but he does get chili dog. Dude, that bar scene is so good. I just watch it on YouTube sometimes, just because. Well, it reminds me of the Days of Future Past. Yeah. Um, scene, which is which is iconic. So, uh, definitely a big fan there. 
Um, Dean, it's time to get into what really grinds my gears. We haven't done one of these in quite a while. Twice last week, Dean. Twice. What this is about? Because I didn't look at the show sheet. You'd never do them twice this week. Twice this week. I will say this, Zach, real quick. Yeah. It makes for a better show because I can react off the cuff. This isn't scripted, like not super scripted. We have a script that we, you know, follow. Like now we're going to talk about this. Now we're going to talk about this. But we give you genuine reactions here. With that being said, it would be nice to have some help. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, you know what really grinds my gears, Dean? Twice last week. Oh my god! Not not once, but twice last week we had content strikes. Not content strikes, but content uh, flags on our our uh, channel. Um, one, I will say. I think y'all kind of fucked up a little bit during creeps. I think I don't think you should have played the clip with audio that was longer than 15 seconds. But for the one on After Dark, you played a nine-second clip, which is below the 15-second threshold, and it instantly nuked the video. In fact, we won the appeal. You can see it here. We won the appeal on that, and they still deleted the video. I can't pull it back up, so that, that shit's gone forever. Uh, we got hit by um, by YouTube for a TikTok that Dean shared, or a Vine, rather, that Dean shared, and then by NBC nbcu for creative content protection uh i believe it was a american werewolf in london clip that you were watching yeah we didn't have audio i don't know it was just the video me and manny were talking over it see that's weird then uh i will say though the nbcu uh we did dispute it and we did win that so at the end of the day we didn't do anything wrong um but yeah it happened twice it was super fucking frustrating and um definitely uh not looking forward to that happening again assholes i was very upset on stream you cried um Dean, cry. let's get into the joy of hobbying uh a short one this week but i took the fat suit off my mandalorian very easy to do i've done it i've done it several times i actually took it all off again and um i i think we'd like to try to shoot a video on how to do it so i think dean's gonna try to come over this week and we'll we'll talk about it um but yeah it's very easy to do uh basically you're just removing all the velcro plates and then taking the belt off and then um pretty much just taking the suit off uh and it it adds quite a bit of posability and quite a bit of fun to handling the figure because before i couldn't get that motherfucker to do anything yeah and now i think it, it poses quite naturally uh and i'm super happy with it so um do you have any questions for me, Dean, about the process or about what, what is gained by it before you come? No. All right. Let's get into the <laughs> Collecting Weekly Awards. The nominations are ongoing between now and November 30th. Um, they, uh, they're they going well, uh, but the more the more feedback, the more nominations we get, the better. And, uh, you know, at this point, it's a close race, right? It's a close race for the CW Award uh, finalists. The most important election of the year. Thank you. And uh, we're hoping to get every single vote that we can. Uh, our T-shirts are going to be on sale quite a bit this month. Uh, the Collecting Weekly Live Pink 2020 shirt. All proceeds from that are going to... Um, That's Luke. Let me you. I'm trying to give my cancer spiel uh all proceeds from this are going to uh breast cancer awareness for i'm trying to trying to talk about this good cause everyone's everyone's on board everyone loves the cause okay well let me finish the spiel then then we can 
put Luke on the camera and dick around. Um, but we're donating all of our shirt sales from October and November to be the match. And I think that's a good cause. Dean, you want to say thank you to our Patreones? Oh, you muted me. I did because I, I thought that you were uh, distracting from what I was trying yeah, to do. You're talking about Luke. You just moved on. I want to talk about Luke. Look, man, you should have said something. I was saying <laughs> you muted me. <laughs> hurry up. Hurry up. Give your spiel. Um, no, just the best fucking figure of the year, even. I mean, I was trying to talk about the fat suit and you just wanted to skip over. So, I mean, you know. I was okay. One, I did. No, I don't want to do it. No, like, that wasn't a bit. Hands on and fucking. That wasn't even a bit. Just like belt. That wasn't even a. That wasn't even a bit. Okay, talk about your figure. Let's go. No. I'm all right. You've ruined it. You've ruined the night. All right. We want to thank our Patreones: Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leah Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson. Sweet, sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crad, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Maraquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percher, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and Steve and Maria Stanley. What a bunch of legends. Absolute angels, every single one of them. You're you know here first. Wait, what? No, say it. Oh, I don't want to hurt you. Say it. Just please say it. I just I have my sister, stepmom, or stepdad, and my mom on the list. You don't have anyone on this list. Um, first off, that really hurts. <laughs> I told you I don't want to hurt your feelings. Two, my parents were very supportive of this show financially when we were in our infancy. They bought us uh lots of equipment. They helped us buy the Yeti. They helped us buy two of our XLR mics. Well, your and dad was. A- he kind of had all that. No, he didn't have any of that. He bought us the camera that I'm using here that we use for streaming. And I appreciate them so much. I love. Yeah. Them. So I mean, that I really. Um, how much I like them. That hurt, Dean. I don't see them enough. Actually. That really. I think. I think you got it from here, Dean. Uh, yeah, that's the show. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Those are stickers. <laughs> Oh boy, we have I our November. I told you I'll we do. have our uh, November Patreon packages. I think a lot of people probably should have gotten them by this point. We shipped them out yeah. last. Um, yeah, you, put the, you put the picture on the chat a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So I think you guys should have gotten them already. Uh, if you got them, drop them on Ox. I'd love to see you guys uh, that yeah, have them. Yeah. We also got uh, this is for December Dean our Static Clings. With the classic rectangle logo there. We talked about it after dark last week. And we have them already. Beautiful. Yep. Let's talk about our Patreon tiers. $5, the Sweet Angel, $15, Certified Crispy. And in December, we are launching the, uh, I believe it's the $25 What a Guy tier. In fact, Dean, that poster back there is the prototype of the poster that's going to be included with that tier. We have quite a few. have not shown that to me. Well, I didn't even notice it. Yet. That's what I was calling you about earlier, but you yelled at me. I was at um, work, and you did not call me. Otherwise, I would have answered. You text me, and I can't look at text while I'm driving. Well, you could have called that drive, and you. then you can't do the show anymore. I I told you if something horrible happened to you, we definitely, for sure, take that week off. Nope. And then the following week, actually, people would watch for like a week or two to like really take in the fact that I. 
is not around and then uh-huh. they tune out because like I'm I'm like the talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dean, I have one thing for you right here. Do your homework. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, the any anyway, so we're launching that tier in December. Uh, and our Patreonies, they really wanted another tier, so that is the uh, tiers that we offer. And we thank you guys for your support. Uh, we do have a mailing address: Collecting Weekly, five eight eight six Days of All Road, Suite one zero two, Box number two nine two, San Antonio, Texas seven eight two four nine. You can find us on Facebook at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. It's where we have a. Um, we just have a, a a grand old time there. We have fun, and uh, honestly, I love fucking hanging out on Ox, dude. Also, this bat is hella off center. <laughs> off centered, it's centered like almost exactly in the ox. No, I meant like instead of level, it's the right wing on the Y is way lower than it is on the A. Well, yeah, because a bat doesn't. Bats don't fly like this. They, you know, they well, do this. A Batman logo, so it should just be. Well, the graphic that I pulled this from, it was at an angle, so I kept it at an angle. So you probably just tilt it. You want to make the logos from now on? Okay, then. Um, we have actually real quick. I wanted to shout out Dean, our Patreonies, one more time. I just have Manny do the logos. That's the thousand dollar question. Um. I don't want to burden him with the also, thousands of logos. logos. So don't, don't you dare. Okay, then you can. Would you like to make the logos from now on? Not Batman ones. I don't even like Batman. Okay, then make me a new auxiliary logo. Also, to put on the slides. T- send message me your phone number. I don't have it. So. Okay, so um, <laughs> last night something magical happened in the Patreon chat, and I don't know if you were there for it. I probably was not. I went to bed pretty early. One of our wonderful Patreons, uh, Stephen Percha, was like, yo, there's this weird thing in the sky, and it's like changing colors. And he's like, is anyone down to do some stargazing? It was like one at, one or two in the morning. Wow. And a few I- of us, Patreonies in different locations, went outside, and we all saw the same thing. It was a star. It's called Merzam, and it was dope. And it was like this wonderful moment where all of us in all different places came together and stargazed remotely. It's the most you know, touching like, thing that's ever happened. Fivefold goes west, or maybe just Fivefold. Somewhere out there, under the uh, pale lit sky. I don't know. I don't know the fucking words. But basically, yeah. the two little rats are <clears throat> at the same time, and they know that the other one's out there. Basically. Um, it's the story of the American dream, damn it. Even Dean, we, yeah, I have it on my uh, voodoo. We've watched it all the oh, time. Cool. Uh, we have auction this Saturday, November 7th, and we got to make sure we're actually having some auction items because right now it's a little thin. It might actually just be a short segment before After Dark at this point. Yeah. Let me just put a, a bump right there. Need more items if we're actually going to do this. Danny spent. Danny spelt balls wrong. Uh, we have uh, obviously auction this Saturday. Uh, collecting rarities, I think that's being rescheduled. Small talk uh, is recording not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Oh, Pale Moon Sky. Sorry, I'm reading the chat. Only Fools and Collecting, they're coming live this Thursday about 2, 3 o'clock. I guess it depends because daylight savings time just changed. Collecting Comics just put up their new episode uh, on Sunday. 
and creeps are asked put up a great episode last saturday so that is our network dean i think we're doing after dark tomorrow maybe if you can even stand to be on air with me again i don't think zach you're like a brother to me of course i'll be on air with you yeah can and able (laughs) 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 eric please put that on clips please That was good, dude. Yeah, that, was, that was that was good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. We got to get that on clips. Um, one minute and twelve. Anyways, um, yeah, we have after dark tomorrow. Hour and maybe we'll talk about um, the election results. <laughs> oh. That'd be a be yeah. a tough tough con- uh, conversation. We're gonna go from twenty three patreons to like two. And we know who the two are. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, my sister and Stephen. We have uh, some friends of the show. King, Zachary, Venable, Optical 20, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Six Scale Scavengers, Rogue One Six, and Third Party Reviews. All great, great people. Where is Optical? I miss that guy. Um, I feel like I haven't seen him. He streams like twice a week. Yeah, he streams. he streams twice a week, my guy. Uh, Cody says live and let dice coming back in March. Well, I mean, that's if we renew it for another season, right? I mean, that's kind of a decision that it we have better to make. Be renewed no, I'm just kidding. No, I, that's not- I get so mad every day or every week that I'm not playing DD. Dude, same. My dice have dust on them, Cody. They have dust. Optical in the chat. Um, yeah, so we oh, have we have we have a great, uh, yeah. great group of guys. I'm over here, like gals. This thing about all the sweet times we have with Optical. He's, just, he's still no, with he's us, better. man. He's still with us in spirit. Anyways, Dean, what do we got to do tonight? We got to watch the election. Maybe we'll play some Among Ox tomorrow after Dude, after I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm just gonna fucking get on Call of Duty and just forget everything that's happening. Uh, she is wild. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for joining us on election night. Obviously, there's uh, some shit that's going down on the television. We appreciate all of you guys for tuning in tonight. We had a we had a good show. We had some great discussion, a great little clip that I think we'll add to the the clips channel. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think I'm good for for tonight. If you are Dean, yeah, uh, congrats, Cody. He's almost signing for his new house in two weeks. What a guy. Nice. Anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. Catch you on the next episode. Bye.